Hello and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. This episode is uh, essentially a continuation of the last one. Uh, it is with my brother, and that's who the other voice was in, in the previous episode, if you listen to that. He's the one that does all of the technical work on this podcast. Like, I do the interviews and book the guests for the most part, but he does all of the technical side of everything and and the only reason you're hearing this at all right now is because of him so he's gonna take on a bigger role and jump in on as many of these it episodes as i can get him for and uh, in season three he's gonna do a couple solo episodes or you know as many as we can get um so you know just a heads up for that you can get familiar he's creating a separate playlist for all of these IT jobs because there's so many of them and they're so different and I really don't know enough about it to ask the right questions and I think he's the perfect person to do exactly that. So um, you'll see uh, caps lock in a lot of the titles for the IT episodes that's just a separate playlist on YouTube in case you were wondering that's what that is. So saying this is a continuation of the last episode is meaning it's just information technology. The jobs are completely different. They're in completely different states. They, they really don't have anything to do with each other. But I feel like I got a lot more out of the episode having them both sit in at the same time. So um, with him being the focal point of this episode, our last guest is also sitting in on this one. And um, if you listen to that, it'll all make sense. No big deal. But uh, he is an IT asset manager. And without further ado, I will give you that episode right now. So as per usual, you're available on all social media at TakeMeTYD and at TakeMeTYD at Gmail. In case you want to be interviewed or you know someone wants to be interviewed or you just want to pass a little information along and uh, enjoy the show. So my, my full title is IT asset management specialist. Okay, so what do, what do you do exactly? Just give me a you know rough idea of what the job entails. So there's a group of four of us, and, it, and this is for a university that we do the IT purchasing for. Yeah. So anything technology related, so computers, monitors, printers, anything relating to that. And um, there's a team of four of us, because you don't need a whole huge, huge team for this, but... You definitely need more than one person just because of the sheer amount of equipment. The amount of equipment is based on how many people are there. So how many people technically are employed? It, it's, I mean, it's it's across a campus. It's a pretty big university. I couldn't give you a specific number. I'm like, yeah, there's like publicly used computers by students and stuff, but you, you don't know how many faculty members there. Are, not specifically, not because there's so many different departments. I'd say there's probably. 50 to 100 at least in just our building alone and that's just like considered office of information technology the oit department is what Mm -hmm. they call it and i mean there's in our in our university specifically they actually split off the arts and sciences technology department so they like go through us but they do all their own stuff it's a very weird dynamic but um come back to like the actual purchasing and stuff that's what my job is well the, the four of you on the team do you all do the exact like that or did you cover different ground in kind of the same area so there's there's two of us right now that 
run the warehouse and I say just like quote unquote warehouse it's just a storage area it's not like we you know have a ton of customers coming in and out of or anything like that and shipping out and stuff it's just bare bones we keep stock of you know little batteries big batteries for UPSs uh, what is cables. a UPS? Because this got brought up in, in another episode. <laughs> Can it, you explain to me, who knows nothing about technology, what that is? It's pretty much the battery backup for a server in, in its most general sense. In my head, I keep going to surge protectors. Is it anything like a it's, surge protector? It, it the acronym, the I believe, is uninterruptible power supply. I can confirm that, though. Oh, okay. See? There you go. Jamie, uh, can you confirm that <laughs> But so, so we have stock of all this stuff because, you know, if something breaks in the on the server end, they need to come in our warehouse and get it to replace it, yeah. stuff like that. That is confirmed. Okay. Interruptible power supply. That's <laughs> I, couldn't, I didn't want to give false information, but yeah, that's what it is. So we have, we have backups for those, all, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I don't even know all the server equipment that we have. And typically they have, and everything's very departmentalized here especially because of all the money that comes in through a university yeah like the fact that we even have a purchasing department that's like they have a purchasing department and then they have a technology purchasing department which is what i'm part of okay so we do the anything technology related and there's two of us running the warehouse and doing a lot of the grunt work like if someone needs to send something back like with an rma and we need to wait for a replacement. We keep track of that. What is RMA? Um, it's like, I can't remember the acronym for it, but well, it's just something. It's a return. It's yeah, it's just a return. Okay, I, I thought return so. to manufacturers. Yeah, actually, if, okay. you, if, you, if you send something back to Amazon it's te- and you, you're like getting it fixed or something like that, it's technically considered an RMA or something like that. Yeah, it's a return re- for refund or repair. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, right. again, I can look up the exact acronym. <laughs> it's so nice to have a producer on hand. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, it's a lot of the, the grunt work, and then there's someone managing us for the most part that does the bigger, you know, high end stuff. That's like software purchases. Like they talk to Microsoft directly to okay buy the bulk licenses because obviously we have you know a ton of computers that we need to keep track of. Return um, merchandise authorization. Yeah, and yeah, some sort of authorization. Um, Call me Gary. <laughs> so Gary that's Delabonte. two. Uh, that's the two of you. So what do the other two people on your team do? So there's there was one of them, one of our employees of the four of us that was pretty much hired to babysit the company that we hired to run our printing services on the campus, which is kind of ridiculous considering the amount of money we pay them to begin with. Then they pretty much pushed this girl into a position where she just babysits them. Okay, just, it's it's ridiculous. Like they like. That's a big subject. I've never met a printer I liked in my entire life. They're all pieces of shit, if you ask me. Because they're all made by four-year-old Chinese kids in Mexico. <laughs> well, no, that's how that work. It's, <laughs> all big, it's all a big monopoly. I mean, Xerox runs it. No one else is coming in and trying to fight Xerox. Not a lot of companies. I mean, Dell, them. Dell essentially uses uh, Brother Components now. Dell makes their Dell printers. They're pretty much clone of Brother printers. Like, that's what they yeah, it's, are. It, it's all... Yeah, it's, all, it's an oligopoly is what it is yeah it's everyone behind here. closed doors saying oh we're not changing the market because this is where we're making money it's like why are we still selling toner because we're making money on it it's a waste that's why printers cost so little if you see a lot of sales on printers you'll see a, you know a printer will be 30 40 dollars well that's because the replacement cartridge is 50 dollars yeah so yeah, that's they, ridiculous. they make money on parts they don't make money on the actual device that's why the devices themselves are so cheap 
they're meant to break. They're meant to have parts replaced. Yeah, and and you'd think that it's a business model. You'd think that even on a higher scale, like you know, we have to have certain printers on the university need to be running constantly, mm-hmm. and like have to be up, especially for like finals week and stuff. And they don't. There's no special. It's the same shit that you deal with at home. Huh. Oh, there's a streak on my page, and we have to call a service tech out because if you if you open up that printer, they're all different. You have to have a certified tech to look at it. There's warranty things. There's a lot to it. So, so to come back to our team, there's one person managing us, the th- other three of us. There's okay. one person pretty much babysitting mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole the whole printing service company, and she she does a lot of um. I'd say some administrative stuff too, you know, for the um, CIOs, the yeah. CIO, and um, and then there's me and my co immediate coworker. We both technically we have the same title, but we're we're pretty good at delegating. Okay. Um, the tasks out because there was one person doing both of our jobs, and they decided to pull two in to try to get a better dynamic going. Fair and enough. We make a pretty good team, you know. Delegating that yeah, you should tasks. never have one person that knows how to do that job because if you have one person that only knows how to do that yeah. job when that person's not there, yeah, who do you go to? Yeah, there was a lot. There's a lot, and I'm I'm surprised. I don't know how he did it to be honest with you, because <laughs> it's coming in. There's there's a couple of days you know where we know the other person's gonna be off the whole day, and like first of all trying to pick up the tasks of the other person like who oh, would you leave off with this? Luckily right. we try to keep a pretty good dynamic on that, but. I mean, that's just then now. Now there's just so much stuff, so much stuff. And that, now, is it just because of the time of the year? It, it's just their their technology is constantly changing, so they want to keep improving their services across campus. Oh, okay. And the other thing, if you hear me say customer at all, we're referring to other departments and staff on the university. Okay. Because they're technically our customers, quote like they're they're paying the IT department for our services. Yeah. And now, is this a job that you had to get a specific degree for or have some minimum requirements this, of this, schooling? This is one of those weird things that's like, you don't think it exists until you you roll into it. Like, I, I wasn't, I was just applying to everything at this university because I wanted to get a job while I was um, out there, you know, a job that actually paid me well. And I applied to probably 15 jobs before I got a call back for this one. I, I even went in for an interview for <laughs> one of the... Uh, just tech support guys on the on the desktop support side. Yeah, and I didn't get that. And then a month later, they hired me for this one. So, um, but the, the funny thing is, I was I only have an associate's degree in just general computer science. I, I started to go back for the bachelor's degree, but it just wasn't. I, I'm very not a big very big proponent of college to begin with. It's kind of funny working at one, but especially when they a lot of the jobs they require you to have a four-year degree even for dumb most, shit. Of, yeah, most of them required even though you could have 10 years of experience it doesn't even matter yeah if you don't have that degree you're not getting that job yeah and, and, I've, and I've learned i've learned so much more so Absolutely. much more on my own well that's what i mean like how much of it is degree and how much of it is just like like knowledge of what you're doing the thing the thing about it just in general is I mean, most, most of the people I know that are in IT, they would tell you, I didn't learn that much that would help me in, when I was in college. You, It's kind of like as on a per-job basis, too, because... Yeah, I would say more of like generalized generalized IT service. You don't really need anything. Okay. You just have to... It's kind Unless of a, just you have a knack for it. I mean, right. it's just like, I built a computer. I know what the components do. 
and I have a knack for it. I actually enjoy technology. I'm not afraid of it either. Which you really is, just have to have the ability to apply yourself and figure out certain solutions to problems. As long as you have the ability to critically think and resolve those issues in a timely manner, you can do this job, do that job. Like, at, gen, like in a generalized IT department, like in a help desk or support environment. Yeah. Um, but at, unless until you get into actual special specializations, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot. I'm sure. You know, obviously, if you're doing some sort of like web page design or you know, uh, website design or graphic design and stuff, I mean, even those, I'd say a lot of those people learn more on their own. Like you, you can get a web a subscription to Lynda.com or something like that and learn everything you need to know about becoming a website developer. Depends on what code it's built on. I mean. There's all kinds yeah. of different languages out there. So if you're already proficient in this field, you can essentially teach yourself almost anything. I'd so say the so. internet's there for. Yeah. <laughs> you you can pretty much learn anything on about anything. Yeah. Online. I mean, short from, you know, brain surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or right. like something like drastic like that. But even then, I everything to me, world world real world experience, knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I learned more in like six months of my first actual IT job than I did in the three years of schooling I did specific to IT. Yeah, and I mean a lot of that was you know also fluff considering like you have to take a math, you have to take an English, you have Gen to take yeah Gen Ed courses are a little outrageous. Being in my position, going back for your bachelor's, half of the courses I require for my bachelor's are Gen Ed courses. I have to take calculus. I've been in my job <laughs> for four plus years. Math has never been involved at that level, or even close to that level. So. Yeah, I mean, like computer engineering degree—that's a totally different concept than computer science. There's a lot of different um, IT degrees out there, and when you, when someone goes in for computer science, it's very, very general, extremely general. Okay, so generally pointless. <laughs> so I'm getting for both for, of you for, guys. It's like, eh, you're paying for the... There's a very the, specific special, specialization. I'm, I'm sure that college has its, you know, pros for certain The whole people. point of it is to get that piece of paper. I mean, we, are, we know the point of it. It's to get that bachelor's degree so they can give you a job. Yeah. And it, most people that handle, you know, those jobs and hiring the people, they understand that you know work experience matters a lot but when it comes down to it the people who run the company want for that person to have the education on top of it and they don't even necessarily know what goes into the education or you know how much time was actually spent learning about that you know specific well that's uh, kind of what i mean like he works at a university so i imagine that there's more emphasis on having the degree mm -hmm. but somewhere like in the private sector like like what you do if someone came in with a resume with a bunch of real world experience but no degree whatsoever and someone came in with a degree but no work experience whatsoever who do you think they'd hire it's de this depending on you know what what the interview interviewer uh has in in for that person that's interviewing for the job uh sometimes they'll have like for example, like help desk or something, they'll be like, hey, here's a, here's an issue. What would you do to resolve it? Like, what are the steps you take? So I mean, oh, they'll okay. test you on little things like that. And if you, know, you pass out with flying colors and you come out without not having an education, they're going to hire you because, well, you know how to do the job. You know how to critically think. So they want you to prove yourself, essentially. That's right. really what it comes down to. Okay, good. In a private environment. Yeah, yeah. in a private sector kind of thing. Okay, okay. Back, back to the back on point here. You know, you know what the big thing is, though? 
I realized, so like I said, I had applied to 15 jobs at this mm-hmm. university before I even got a call back. And I think the biggest game changer was actually redoing my resume and just going back on the jobs that I did have and just being like, this is specifically how I help this other company and why I might be a really good fit for your company. Because that, that was, as soon as I saw that resume, I actually got a call back. Oh, okay. The, the next job I applied for. So I, I think that's a big proponent is actually explaining yourself like how presenting yourself yeah yeah imagine that type of resume would be a lot more helpful for for someone wanting to hire someone getting a job and people are always like oh don't judge a book by its cover getting a job is exactly is is exactly (laughs) what it is you're some other person is judging you based off of either one one or two pieces of paper and what those two pieces of paper say whether or not i mean whether or not it's true some companies will check on that but whether or not it's true, um, you can put whatever you want on there and make yourself look appealing, even though you don't really have that experience or you don't really know, uh, you know, know about those particular subjects. I think it's, I don't know, it's kind of a poor process in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? No matter what, if like if a real person, a human being, is hiring you, they're gonna creep on you on Facebook anyways. Oh and yeah. See who you are like the, in, any kind of internet presence. It's... In, you're, if you're on there being an asshole on Facebook you know like presenting yourself like an asshole like that's gonna be a factor mm. even little things even political views or political views are a huge thing oh yeah and companies uh a lot of, a lot of the times it's you know I, I saw in my company specifically there were a good amount of trump supporters i should say okay um, but in other places uh, i've noticed from people where they've t- told me it's it's more of like on the side of the you know the the left wing like liberal viewpoint, and if you didn't have that viewpoint, people would shut you out. Oh, and like in the tech community, you mean? Yeah, in general, yeah. in general within the company, but right. yeah. All right. It's kind of it, it's it, political views have poisoned yeah. the, the <laughs> America. Well, that's, I too, try too to keep this show right. very know, very right. away from any kind of political anything. Right, but it does get involved in in these types of environments. Oh yeah, and imagine just in finding a, f- a job and having an internet presence. If you are politically active in any way, someone is going to judge you for that, right. regardless of which What's end of the spectrum right. you're on. Um, but okay, back to uh, your day. We got a general idea of what you do now. Uh, what time do you wake up? So I wake up typically. 6 15 even though i don't have to be at work until eight now you set an alarm for that or did you just kind of naturally up i i i've always set an alarm i've never had an issue waking up with an alarm uh recently my cat likes to get me up 15 minutes before my alarm anyway mm-hmm. so it might as well be useless fair but enough I, I like to do probably more than i need to before i go to work what all do you do give me send me through you get out of bed then what what's your first move immediately bathroom who doesn't uh, that's true like like a good 10 minute 100 toilet meditation well, I got one, one before and one as soon as you get there i, I, didn't, I didn't even think oh, about yeah, well yeah work poops are, any, are totally another subject but um go to the bathroom i'll you know brush my teeth and then i do a lot of i hate sitting all day and we i'll get to the standing desk and everything at work too but i need to get a, just a little bit of something you know movement in the morning so i'll do like some foam rolling or some stretching in the morning and then I used to make breakfast, which was a process, and I realized that was probably a big waste of time. What was it? Give me your process real quick. It why, was why, just why make some eggs, you know, whether it's, you know, over easy or scramble and throw whatever we had. But it, it just, doing all that in the morning now, it's just, it gets old quick. Um, 
and now I realize I just I don't I'll just fast in the morning now until about 11 anyways but um I'll just I'll do that and then I'll just go upstairs get ready and then fill up my water I bring like you know a good 100 ounces of water to work <laughs> with the fasting you have coffee or anything or are you just nothing but water for till 11 very I, I I love coffee but I try not to get too addicted to it because um, I used to be able to I could drink like three cups of coffee and go to bed and then yeah. one time I took a whole week off of just no no coffee then I went back to it and you get a little fidgety yeah so now it's just kind of like a I'll try to do it once or twice a week and then I'll, I'll whatever I feel like on the weekends um because I don't want to get used to that waking me up in the morning. Okay, what time do you um, leave from your place to the university? I leave about seven thirty. It's all. It's not that long of a drive. It's probably fifteen minutes if they're not, you know, destroying the road for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you do with the commute? You listen to anything? Music? You, usually, I try to listen to something on Audible. Just you know, getting little chunks of it every day. Okay. Or if I'm really in, into a podcast at the time, like a specific one I want to listen to, I'll listen to that. If I'm tired, I just can't seem to get out of a little rut in the morning. I'll just listen to some heavier music and then just on the way and try to wake up a little more. I don't. I don't really have an issue waking up. It's just more of like a uh, dragon on the day already yeah. before I even started. <laughs> All right. So you get you get to work around what time? I usually get there about 15 minutes early, like 10 or 15 minutes early. So like 7:50. All right. What's what's your first move? You park the car, then what? Park the car, and which I, I have to pay for parking, which is ridiculous. Considering you pay per year, though, right? Yeah, it, it, I'm pretty much a student. To, yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's, that's horrible. horrible. That's horrible. That's they they take it out uh, like seven dollars a paycheck or something like that, though. Which it it is what it is. I mean, I guess I get I can park anywhere on campus now. Well, okay. Which well, is, then there's that has its ups and downs. Even though it's not not a lot of the that parking is like uptown, quote unquote, because it's a little. It's one of those towns where the town is built around the university and the university is built around the town. Like that's the only reason there's people there yeah. is because of the university. Well, but you can, around it, there's nothing. Yeah, you can, you can park anywhere on campus. Do you have access to anything else, like a gym or any other perks of not, being at the not university? Not unless I want to pay for it. I mean, I I am considered a state employee, which is really nice. State oh, employment is it is a game changer. I mean, I I get on the when I was applying for the job, it said two weeks vacation, but you do the calculations of like how much I accrue each paycheck. I get three weeks already. Three weeks and sick days. And sick time. Like, yeah, a bunch of sick time. Sick time, yeah. I think, is the big, even more than vacation, isn't it? It's not more, I don't get more than vacation. And the thing, the funny thing is I don't use sick time. I don't, I'm not one to get it sick. It rolls over too. Like, for example, my father um, never used a sick day in 20 years. <laughs> he got a paycheck. From... And he, he works for this state, right? Yeah. Okay. He got a paycheck from the state for all his sick time, and it was basically a whole year worth of salary. Wow, yeah, so that's incredible. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. cool. he never took it. it. It'll it'll roll over every, every single year. He'd take vacation, but but the sick days would just pile up. Yep. How about that? <laughs> it, it's kind of funny though, because I said there's two of us in our, in my immediate office that run the warehouse. We we have the same job, but we delegate things to each, different things to each other, and uh, she's the one that has a hard time getting up in the morning. So she's 15 minutes late and I'm 15 minutes early. And then I usually leave 10 minutes early and she usually leaves 10 minutes late. <laughs> so it's like a, it, it's a funny dynamic that they matched us up well enough that it works like that. But yeah, state, coming back to the state's um, benefits is incredible. Like I can, there's hotel benefits, car rental benefits. Um, well, we're talking about two different states here too. Cause you were talking about, and we were talking about Pennsylvania before. 
Yeah, but, but there are all the, are they all yeah, kind the of state, similar? The state benefits are relatively yeah, they're pretty similar. similar. Like it, I, I don't know if the like hotel um, discounts and stuff are state specific. I they might not. Be. I, I don't know. I think about you could stay anywhere. Um, in general, like pension, vacation, sick time. That that most of that's just the same. Yeah, for the board. state because Especially yeah, on the East it's Coast. Just, yeah. Until you get to the West Coast, it doesn't really change much around here. Yeah, I can imagine. But there there are a lot of benefits to um state employment and i I, i've always been saving money for retirement and they have their own retirement plan and everything that they pull out of your paycheck before tax and everything and i set that up thinking i wouldn't they wouldn't be pulling that much because i don't even notice it yeah but i've actually i've saved up a decent amount of me not even noticing it on the back end which is nice and if i if i had a long-term plan of staying there they have you know five or six different options that i could do for retirement too nice so there's a lot to it and i don't even know the ins and outs of it but we don't need to get into all that stuff that's that's not important um so okay you get there you park your car you go in what's the first move do you just have like an office that you go straight to or i usually have have, get there i i pack a lunch pretty much any every day even if i plan on going out if somebody flakes i'll have you know my lunch with me I'll stop that right into the fridge. On I walk past the warehouse, which is right next to my office, and we actually have students that sit in the warehouse to help people that come over to the warehouse if they need something. Because we really don't want people coming in there, yeah, and trying to take something or you know, because we're trying to keep track of the stuff. And it, that's a big process that we're trying to work on right now is actually getting a good grip on the organization counts and. You know, stock quantities and everything like that of everything well, that seems like that would be like a like first order of business kind of thing inventory right yeah it's a it's a problem because they keep first of all they keep moving the whole oit department and like the even now we're planning on moving in two years oh okay and apparently i i didn't i wasn't here for this but when they moved into this warehouse they threw a ton of shit away and they had shit scattered in closets all around the campus so, and they finally try to get it in a central location. And I mean, the, the last person in our position, he, he did a very good job of getting a good um, database management service that is good at keeping track of the assets. And we're, we're working to, on some other software right now to keep track of the smaller things. But there's a, there's a lot to a warehouse that people don't really, you don't really think about. Yeah, I mean, you're going to receive the product. And a lot of the stuff is on accounting side, though. <laughs> Too. we we do we work with billing a lot like well that's what i mean i imagine all these things kind of coinciding doing the same thing that's he, why i assume the inventory would be well he did that technically that's part of our job uh he did that whenever yeah. he was an intern at the company oh that you I mean, oh yeah i forgot yeah, you guys work at the same place small yeah. scale yeah yeah but here it's a but big it's scale. same process okay you know you order that equipment and you create a rec- requisition form you know you, you gotta go to get approval for the requisition form and then you go order that product um through you know whatever uh, payment method you'll receive that product in you'll bring all the forms and um, packing slips and everything you need to accounting accounting will enter it in as an asset and from there you enter it in your inventory side of things everything has to match perfectly you label that product and then it can be used in your environment i mean it's a very similar process across any other company any company well yeah that's um, but he does it on a larger scale than so you're saying that the problem occurs because it's on a larger scale I, I'd say I'd say so just because I mean we're keeping track of so many like we have a network team and these aren't like huge like you know thousand people teams or anything these are there's a good ten people 
that are on our network team. You know, ten people on the server team. They have a web page team. Uh, uh, desktop support has probably the most because they go out and fix little problems. So they have a lot of they have some student workers that take care of little things. Um, so there's a lot of little departments and stuff. And with all that being said about the this process of the actual purchases, um, the university has a lot of their stuff set in stone now. Like how it, stuff has to be settled, especially because we're considered state. Yeah. You know. So, and now the the governor in that you know actually made a big bill. I don't know if it's considered a bill or what it's considered, but now we have to go through preferred vendors. Okay. So we can't just go buy shit off Amazon. Oh, and, and so you know, you're okay. Yeah, and like you have to go. We have a couple specific vendors that we go through. There's a couple, probably two or three in particular we use very frequently. There's one in particular we use for networking equipment, server equipment, stuff like that. Do you because use they any offer them or that we used whenever you worked for I don't remember because really, I didn't do too much purchasing when I was working really? there. But I we thought used, you did. I did like purchase like two things. We use like PCM, CDW. We use CDW a lot. Which is terrible because CDW has like one of the highest markups of any company. Yeah, so who makes the decision of where you can make the purchases now? Who the, who the making the is, preferred so, There's I don't know who make made that decision. Obviously like CDW they sell a ton of shit. They sell a ton of you know computer compo- like parts components, desks, like office supplies and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we have Staples and Office Depot on our preferred vendors list. So now Zooming out a little bit, we have a system that has like a web page that has all the vendors on it that we can purchase from, and they have what they're called punch outs. Okay. And it's just like their website and a punch out form that opens up in a new window that has our prices, our negotiated prices. That's probably what it is. Is you just have accounts set up with those specific vendors, and yeah. not necessarily you're limited to those only those vendors, but your accounting department most likely. One sets up those specific vendors and that's it. And then you, now, then you probably maybe request another vendor. Now it's very, we're not allowed, like we can't buy can't a branch out. That's, so that's the, the, thing, the funny thing is though, we have our rep at CDW. If they don't sell something that we need and we send them an Amazon link, like we've gotten packages in <laughs> where they send us it as a gift. Exactly. And then they so just they order it, they drop us. ship it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just drop ship it. Um, and it's it was funny just getting that. I'm like he dropped ship these. He didn't, they don't have. <laughs> well, these. Amazon has their own business side of things now, so they have Amazon Business, and you can have, you know, Amazon Business Prime account, which is really helpful when it comes to very important things that need to be here in within two days. Or, yeah, and we don't have that unfortunately. We don't. Have yeah, access to yeah that. we have that. We have that privilege. Um, but there's also like other companies. PCM is linked with Tiger. Oh, they own Tiger Direct now. Oh, do or, they? Or, or the other way around. I don't remember if Tiger Tiger Direct owns PCM, but. Uh, they're linked together now. Newick Business has a business side of things. Do you get to use Newick Business at all? No, I can't. That's can't. rough. Newick Business has they, pretty good pricing. Well, that, that's the thing though. That's I, I have a feeling there's not a there's not a lot of people in our position. Like the I don't want to say lower low, lower tier, but like we're not the ones picking out these companies. Well, that's what I mean. It, it's like, like it's it's ups. the higher ups. It's but not even like someone... the higher up in the IT department. It's like people. Above oh, yeah. Well, they that's what I mean. If, if the governor too. passes something that's making you only use these preferred methods, like someone stands to, to lose a bunch of money and someone stands to make a bunch of money that's just on problem. whoever makes that decision. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. That That is a very big problem. We still have the ability, they, they call them, P card purchases where you can use a credit card for like 
smaller things yeah for well smaller things and and stuff that's like we can't get it from our vendors we need to buy it from them so we have to buy it on a credit card and okay just this this year and i've only been working there for eight probably not even eight well yeah about eight months months. and um just this past summer they started passing this like very strict like we're not touching the p card unless it's our last resort like if we're paying twenty dollars more desk we're paying twenty dollars more it's just an example the way they spread out assets it's accounting side of things is not hard to interpret but it's once you understand it there's a reason why they do all that yeah especially like that 30 they want to spread out the the cost of you know this asset instead of uh you know buying it all at once and seeing it on the credit card statement at that month then somebody higher up sees why did we spend fifty thousand dollars on blah 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 this month uh when we could have just spent so much money over time yeah um so it's depending on like the depreciating side of things yeah and there's 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 a bunch of systems set up for these kinds of things and there's a ton of different accounts that we pull out of so we have a list of you know we have a work order account for specific projects and typically we'll order out of that account and then we'll have to rebill it so we'll have to create a ticket and we have a ticketing system to keep track of um you know people fixing computers just to like keep in contact with the customer and see who left off aware of if some if this you know service desk person is out where they leave off yeah does, does this still need fixed was this completed i think mo- most it com- or departments now are starting to use the, the um ticket systems i know when what? i was working with you guys they yeah. started you guys had a ticket system going we have a systems management appliance called case but now it's owned by quest um yeah I remember, but yeah, dell used to own it it kind, of, it kind of everything kind of got like merged yeah so quest is the name now uh we use a real shit yeah what's it called it's called footprints and apparently we're on footprints 12 apparently this was an upgrade right before i came and apparently it's <laughs> dog shit compared to footprints 11 which is hilarious <laughs> it, it's like the whole itunes thing it's like how do you keep consistently making something worse over the years so every time there was an update on itunes i hated it more and more cater and more. The, yep. cater to the wrong reasons that's how they keep doing it it's funny that the people that they're trying to cater to don't even know how to use it which is funny oh so but, awful but yeah so there, there's I don't know where we were actually well, starting. Oh, yeah, let's, we, were, we were really getting into some deep territory there. I just want to get back to the basic actions of your day. So, so I, you get in you get in there, and what do you have to start doing? I usually, so like I said, we have students running our warehouse because we don't want people running in and out of there. And we need, we need, they have access to the keys to get into the warehouse. So we have someone come in an hour before, so 7 o'clock, the student will be there. All right. And during the school year, someone stays till 8 o'clock you know, in case someone needs to come in because they have our service desk open a little later. Um, so I usually walk right past the warehouse and I'll say hi to the student if they actually showed up that day. <laughs> they're, they're good students, but sometimes they're just, well, they're students. <laughs> yeah, they're just right. students. Um, I mean, are they getting paid in any way for this? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get paid. It's yeah. minimum wage, I think it's work, work study. Minimum wage? Right. Some way. It's, I think it's a little more. I don't think it's minimum here. But, really? I mean, it's probably like eight or nine. I'm not sure the specifics. <laughs> but I mean, study, I they're nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, their their hour caps too are 25 hours a week. They can't work more than 25 right. hours a week. Right. So they have, they have a lot of restrictions. But and then and then I'll just I'll head to my desk and um, this comes back to the standing desk. I usually keep my I try to keep my desk standing all day because if I sit down, the day drags on longer. I feel stiff. I just feel like a piece of shit. Is it like a taller desk, or is it one of those ones that like can sit like a normal desk and then adjust to a standing desk? It's, it's, it's actually bare desk. Yeah. Um, it's not one that folds up or anything. It's actually me- mechanized, so I, I hit a button that goes up. Bare desk makes. It, is it a bare desk? It's a. 
autonomous they bought them at. they got a, okay. they're really they're very affordable desks and we bought a ton of everyone in our entire oit department is getting one sweet and i i just recently the past few months i bought desk tech casters like the wheels for them so yeah. we could put them on wheels and roll them all over the place <laughs> and that, that was like a preemptive i'm I, it was a real cool idea to think about like that our cio thought about that considering he's like well we're gonna be have to move we're gonna have to move soon if we put wheels on all these we'll be able to move them around in the offices and we'll be able to move them much easier which is something you know i wouldn't fucking think about that okay so you're but at your standing desk i i usually just get on there i'll open up uh, my email see if there's any emails about anything because a lot of my job is waiting around to be honest with you, waiting for either approvals from somebody approvals from a, my manager that other department that wants to buy something their manager needs to approve stuff and give me an account number of what they want to pull it out of um and i also open up my like we use uh microsoft teams because we have the whole microsoft suite so for mm-hmm. messaging because you can instant message anybody in the whole university because they're all on it anybody with an email you can just shoot an instant message to and then um i open up i usually open up four tabs on chrome one is our actual asset management database because we put tags on stuff that have high value yeah and i'll open up a to-do list that i try to keep track of my shit because there's just so much going on like i said a lot of waiting around so you don't want to lose track of something then totally forget about it you're going in real detail yeah that makes sense it's good yeah i mean there's a lot to it and then most of it's similar to what you did. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's just a bigger scale, and like, like we were talking, we we're discussing this before. Like everything's very departmentalized in this this sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing a million different things. I'm doing a million different right, things. Right, compared but I'm not to doing... like us having three or four people to do every single task in the entire. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going over and fixing someone's email unless I'm right over their shoulder and I know exactly what I'm doing. I mean, I'm technically not supposed to do it either. Technically. Yeah, but people still grab you. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, I'm in the IT department, so like our building is OIT. Um, and we share the second, the first floor is OIT, and the third floor is OIT. The second floor, there's a security team and a uh, uh, some sort of finance team. I'm not sure what specific department. It's accounts payable. I'm not. There's too many different departments on a university, but um, I digress. Yeah. Okay. We're uh, back at four and tabs I, in Chrome. Yeah, we got two I, down. I, <laughs> Um, I open up the ticket system because we got to keep track of that, and I open up the uh, purchasing web page, okay. um, which I don't want to give specifics because I don't give away the name of the. Yeah, person, you don't need so, to, you don't need to do any um, of that. But and then from there it's just like a see where we left off the day before. Am I waiting on a quote from somebody? Because we we talk with our reps up. a lot. Yeah, a lot of follow up, a lot of do you need this? Did your manager approve it? okay, he needs to actually approve it and give me an account number or else I'm not buying it. Um, and then usually it's just gonna, I, I, for a while I was doing a lot of sitting around waiting. And, but now that I've taken over, um, a lot of that babysitting, the printing yeah. company while somebody, uh, that girl's on maternity leave for two months, I've taken that over and that takes a huge chunk of time because I mean, there's almost 2000 printers, if not more. Yeah all over campus so i can imagine and we have a lot service. of problems there's a tag on that where people are supposed to submit their service requests you know they have a problem with their printer and it's supposed to go to the company and they're supposed to send someone out and fix it well they don't do that <laughs> <laughs> they might think they do that but yeah and sometimes they'll they won't call the number on the side of the the printer they'll call us instead just be like well you're supposed to call them and then they won't do it, and then we have to do it it's just a lot of back and forth you'd, you'd think something on such a big scale everything would 
be so set in stone. It's just not. Because they're just people. Everyone's just people. Yeah, I realize Everyone's people are just winging. the worst. Everybody <laughs> they're all <is> terrible. <laughs> Everybody's just winging it. Okay, so I think we have a general idea of what you're doing in your day-to-day, and there's no real set path. It's just you have to handle whatever you have to handle that day. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's a lot of the same stuff. I mean, there, there, are, there are a lot of random things that could have pop up. Like, we're trying to sell some old equipment now. Um which is a big process because we're working for the state. Anything that you're, it's recycled. You well, we have they on campus. There is a recycling and a surplus okay. department. They that's what they do, and we're technically being a state company or company quote like state university. We're supposed to give old assets like high high end assets to surplus to sell to sell back to the community yeah. at a lower cost to give back to the community. Right, quote unquote okay. um but so, since some of that stuff is just so high value and you know people will just go buy it and they resell it anyway they're not doing yeah, it's anything normally really. corporate equipment like it's not really consumer based yeah, equipment. yeah absolutely not and um so we've been trying to sell that to recruit just some of the costs so we can you know better the university in general and on that same note we're trying to um right now we're actually in the process of trying to work out giving old assets to some of the schools, like local schools, like high schools. Yeah, I mean, that seems like, that, seems to, like a good you know, Because they don't have a ton of money around us like the university does. So right. and we have a ton of printers since we just updated our printer fleet. We have all these old printers and no one's buying them. No one's going to buy a printer the size of a desk for their, <laughs> their home. If they are, they're a fucking idiot or they're doing something that requires that. It's very specific. And it's gonna break anyway in their house, so they're gonna have to call somebody. <laughs> so one little plastic piece. Yeah, that one plastic little, piece. That yeah. Inch inch of plastic just caused a nine thousand dollar printer. I just heard a situation this past week about the the service guy came out and he said this piece, this little teeny piece was just giving you a little issue. Happens with our we have a Xerox printer, same thing. Yeah, it's it's the same. I fixed same it with shit. tape. Lasted for two years. Finally <laughs> replaced the part because the tape wore off. But yeah. it's one little plastic piece. So I'd say, it, yeah, it's a lot of, and, and just to give you the qu- a quick of what happens, like someone requests something. So deploy, like, let's say the network team needs a new switch or something for somewhere. They'll request it. Their manager will approve it and give me an account number and then I'll go buy it. Okay. And typically the buying process is if I can find specifically what they are asking for or if they just need, you know, this, I just need a 48 port switch. doesn't matter what brand. Then I have a little more discretion about what I can buy, um, and if I can't find it, we usually reach out to our reps at this at these other companies. Give you some recommendations. And they, they, yeah, they'll give us recommendations, or they'll and they'll try to give us a good price. If they don't have it, they'll try to find us it so they can drop ship it to us. Um, a lot of a lot of that, um, and like I said, I do a lot of the small. I don't even want to say smaller and stuff because we made two weeks ago. We made a million dollar purchase. A million dollar purchase. A million dollar purchase. They they just did a big. I don't know how much detail. Um, they're installing a huge fleet of security cameras on campus. So ah. they we bought them all. You had to buy all, all the equipment. They're, they're not installing them, though. They're paying a security company to install them. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're, in this scenario, we have our IT department is in charge of installing them. I think they... What's they, part of the IT department, though? They have a... It's, I don't know specifically what that department's called. It's, it's mostly 
these two guys that are just going around installing. Is it just replacement cameras? So they're not replacing all the DVRs, or they're replacing every single piece they're of the security at, system? It's, it's a lot of... They're adding cameras. They're adding a ton of cameras. Okay, so they're adding it to the existing environment. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know all the details of it because I don't know what they had to begin with. You right. know, I, I thought there was cameras all over the place to begin with, but there's not. Oh, okay. But, I mean, there, there are in, like, you know, high... Yeah, like higher populated areas. Like, imagine oh, okay. there's cameras in the warehouse. Yeah. No. no. There, see, why? Why would there not be cameras? In the I mean, there's there's one at the door that go not the immediate door from the inside, but the outside door. There's a camera Entering out and there. Exiting. Yeah, they yeah. Well, I mean, you're that. getting all those new cameras right now, and they're probably those are high dollar. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot of high dollar stuff, and I mean, there, there's there's some cameras in our big big data center in the middle campus. Um, there's another smaller data center in our actual building that I don't even think there's security cameras in there. there there's right, a lot well, of let's stop giving it, criminals ideas. Let's well, just, it, just move it past is, where the cameras it's are. It's secured to a, a like, a, the door. You can't punch through this door. <laughs> you have to have security card access from security. That's yeah. why our our security team, actually, a lot of them are in the OIT because of you know all the security risks that involve in IT. Because there are a lot. And I mean, even and to go in the big data center, you need your your tag has to be capable of like you know the chip on it has to be allowed to actually have access to it. And then you have to you have to access, type in yeah. a code, and then there's another door to get in there, and then there's a sign in sheet. Okay, so they're they're secure. They're pretty secure. Yeah. So and to come back to the job, <laughs> <laughs> I do the purchasing. We also take care of old equipment, selling, surplusing, recycling. And sometimes, typically, we'll go and pick up stuff, too. If it's small stuff, I'll bring some of my students or something like that. If it's big, we have to involve our moving and surplus team. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's most of my days waiting for requests or waiting for people to reply about something. Okay, so we got, like, a little timestamp on when you start. When is your first, like, break or lunch or whatever? So what was the next thing you look forward to? Typically, I'll, I'll, I've been bringing a salad and eating it at 11, you know, because lunch is usually at noon, but I want to get head start. Are you just at your desk? Yeah, typically at my desk. Um, depending if we have, we have, we only have three or four students that assist us in the warehouse and we're not super strict about, you know, them having to be there yeah. because we don't want them to lose their minds over this little job. It's not like if they're having trouble in school or something like that and they need a day off, like it's fine Yeah, because we're there like as long as we're there. It's fine. So if we have, we there might be days where we have to scatter our lunches. Where if one of us is going out, the other person has to stay. If there's no student to, you know, watch the warehouse, and I mean other people have access to the warehouse if they need it, you know, for emergencies and stuff. But um, if we gotta just have that salad around eleven, and then usually I'm just waiting for delivery guys like FedEx and UPS to come and drop off, pick some stuff up, and obviously we track that stuff, you know, as it comes in to make sure we received everything. Typical warehouse stuff. Are you doing a fair bit of moving around, or are you generally stuck at your desk? It's very day to day. Okay, so it's, there it's was, whatever you get. Yeah, there's a lot of like if we have to go pick something up, like a bunch of surplus stuff that needs brought to surplus, and there being flakes about actually going to pick stuff up, then we'll pick it up and yeah. we'll bring it to them. Um, we'll typically store surplus stuff in our warehouse until they can come get it. All right. So when are you when are you wrapping up? When are you like, I'm ready to go? Do you have like a specific time per day or is it also depends on what you're getting into that day? Well, we're usually 
I usually leave quarter to five where I'm only supposed to be there till five, but I usually get there a little early, so it's not a big deal. Um, I'm just kind of, yeah, I don't have to really, I'm not micromanaged that much. Our, my, our boss is lenient. You know, if we have to leave a little early, it's fine. There's, there's not, it's pretty lenient. <laughs> I mean, all right. Well, I mean, that covers most of it. Do you have any like stories of something crazy going on or hmm. something going horribly wrong? I mean, there's been some issues with, these printing devices in particular like it's a big process like updating our whole printer fleet we've had since we had contracts with these printing service companies we have to give some of those printers back because they're technically on lease it's like leasing a car like you can't just forget about it and just trash it and stuff like yeah. that still has value to that company and we had almost sent up printers by accident to the surplus and they almost sold them Oh wow! And then we would have had to pay full price, you know, whatever like the bank. Yeah, that's a twenty-year-old printer. <laughs> yeah, we we have to pay for, like ten thousand dollars for yeah, it, even though it's not where anywhere near that. Mm -hmm. Wow! Um, yeah, that seems like it would be a pretty. Yeah, huge we, we had flub. a couple scares. We're like, fuck, we gotta go up to surplus right now, make sure they didn't sell them. And you know, sometimes the thing is like, you bring something up to surplus, they don't know what it's worth, so they could sell it for five dollars. They don't know what it's worth. It seems like that would be one of the biggest parts of the job is assessing its value. I mean, we we slowly we have been helping them more like because our, our our management is like that that's ridiculous they can't sell that for that and but i mean at the same on the same end i mean they have like 50 printers up there that they're not selling if they're selling them for what they're actually worth so we yeah. try to give them a general idea of what they're worth and i try to shoot for this but don't sell it for five dollars <laughs> yeah exactly because, i mean and typically there are some scares where it's like we put it it's a bidding thing because it's a state process so they'll put it on the website for five bucks just right. because it's a bid and then people would, and then people you know, can go from there yeah. i mean sometimes it might not happen I, I i'm not too much involved with that probably once it goes up to them to be honest with you it's not none of my fucking business yeah it's better than a landfill so all right then do you have anything like to add as far as job wise and we'll get into the fun stuff like uh maybe advice for someone who'd want to get into this field um well you, first if if you want to be in this in particular the, the funny thing is i worked at, at right out of um community college i got a job in it and then when i quit that job i went to work in a warehouse for a few years and now i kind of when i went back in it it's kind of funny that it's warehouse and it <laughs> So it's pretty much like you have to know a little bit of like what IT equipment is, what you're looking for and stuff like that. And then a little bit of, wow, inventory management works because there's a lot of that. And like I said, we're trying to make a lot of more processes of keeping track of stuff, um, especially because all the projects that go on on the campus. I mean, they're trying to update this and that. Um, they're building a lot. They're building stuff all the time. Um, and, and then it's a lot of tracking assets. We actually tag individual assets like that are anything over $500 is absolutely tagged. I mean, and is then, this something you need to know beforehand? Is this like the, the knowledge to be able to assess? I'd say so. I mean, yeah, because you're, you're going to work with billing a lot. The Inventory management seems to be pretty uh, similar across all boards of, you know, IT, IT work in general. Uh, you know, everybody wants to keep track of where their stuff is. You know, yeah. you don't want stuff going missing. Because then you're responsible. Why did that go missing? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, all right, well that's that's a pretty good wrap on that. Let's just do do some fun stuff and get out of here. All right, let's go. All right. Um, 
Let's see what's a what's a mo- movie that you viewed the most? It, it would depend on how, like my specific age at the time. <laughs> okay, but, that's fine. Um, I used to, I watched Tenacious D probably a million times. The in, Pick of Destiny movie. Okay. Yeah. What about South Park? I, I can sing every song in Tenacious D, and I can sing every song in the South Park movie too. Just, just because, <laughs> and I watched it probably way too young. Just, I remember. That's yeah. beside, yeah, that's beside the point. That was, those are probably two of my favorite movies. All right, those are good answers. Um, uh, what's the best advice you ever got? Who, best advice I ever got? I've gotten a lot of good advice. We'll throw a few out there. Um. Don't ever think about what, what how, it's, it's hard to word something like this, but it's like, think about putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Just think of yourself. If you went through somebody's life the exact same way they did, you would turn out exactly like they did. So when, when you really think about that, it's just like, oh yeah, that's why they're like that. Yeah. That like, makes sense. Don't give people excuses for being assholes, but it's just like, okay, I know why they might be. Yeah. And I might it. have a hard time with life. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I've met people's parents, and I'm like, oh, that's why you like that. I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big component. <laughs> okay, um, what kind of toothpaste do you use? Here's where we're gonna get weird. Okay, I use clay toothpaste. Like a, it's called. What is clay toothpaste? It's called Earth Paste. Is the brand. All right. And it has clay in it, and there's not there's not a bunch of chemicals and stuff in it. There's no like whitening additives or any. There's just a little bit of mint oil, like essential mint oil, and clay and some other stuff so it doesn't taste like shit and it how, works, how it is it like great. what's it like in your mouth it, it, a lot of people that try because they're like hey i'm out of toothpaste can i have some reason like, yeah you can you're gonna bitch, <laughs> but don't bitch about it if you're gonna ask me for toothpaste <laughs> well but, describe it i'm curious i've never heard of that it, it's just it's got a little weird texture to it i mean it's not like and i honestly i don't really like do the, you feel cleaner afterwards i feel fine i can brush my teeth without toothpaste and feel fine oh, okay a lot yeah, of people are like, weirdo i'm yeah, done yeah. moving on <laughs> Very, a very, yeah, big health nut here, so. <laughs> um, what's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Not accomplishing everything that I hope to accomplish in the world before I die, even though I don't know what that is, which is probably the scarier part. Okay, I like it. There's levels. <laughs> okay, um, candy. You could have any kind of candy you want. What are you going for? I'm a big chocolate fanatic. Does it have to be candy, or is it just dessert in general? Um... <laughs> you can, you can go Oreos, for it. Man. I do love Oreos, but no, there's something about a chocolate chip cookie that is ugh, That amazing. counts as candy. Really? Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you a, a candy, sweet. It's a sweet. Yeah. I'll give you a candy though too. A Reese's Cup is Reese's Cup. Pretty wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, I don't think anyone has any uh, anything bad to say about a Reese's. Um, what kind of uh, music do you listen to, and why? I listen to a really weird range of music. <laughs> Because I'll listen to. Do you give me a default? You're just in a bad mood and you just want to want, like put on something. Usually like... a lot of metal. Like and there's so many genres of metal. We oh, can, yeah. we could go too deep into this too. It's not like black metal or like. I don't, it's mostly like that metalcore and then branch out into like some straight like metal stuff too. It? Huh? Just consider just straight heavy metal, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd just say heavy metal. I, I can listen to most metal. Okay. Like, what what draw, what draws you to that? Just the, the if, if you've ever been to a metal concert and the energy that happens in a, at a metal concert mm. is beyond anything. I also play guitar, so that's a very big aspect of why I like metal so much. Okay. Guitar solos and just chugging on the guitar and stuff. There's, there's a lot to that. And I want to play drums and piano and stuff, too. I haven't, haven't gotten around to that just yet. All right. Um, do you have a pet peeve, just in general? 
stupid people just <laughs> in general. I, mean, <laughs> I it it blows my mind how fucking stupid some people can actually be. I 100 percent agree with you. It, okay. It's it's a big problem. Even drive like I don't know who gave a lot of these people licenses to drive. It, oh, that's it that's one of the mind. Oh, I hate I that. had three people coming off on the way here. Three. Three. Wow. And it's a 25-minute I'm, I'm surprised it was just three, in fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, what, 40 minutes away? Something like it was like 30 minutes. 30 minutes, yeah. It's long enough to get in a road rage incident. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of just stupid. I, I just don't understand how some people would be so stupid. With with all the access to knowledge we have nowadays, that's yeah, the problem. It, is yeah. they, they have everything doing everything because I mean, the knowledge base of you know all this technology and stuff, they have everything doing it for them. So they yeah. never they never understand or never try to understand things. The, the yeah. laziness of people has a big factor. There you go. To I mean, stupidity that's... too, I think. Oh, yeah. that's a huge. And the society has kind of shaped it so it like Doesn't lets you to, be yeah. lazy. Yeah, and I, I consider myself a piece of shit when I don't do anything on the weekends. But that's that's people's every day. Something that's, like something. yeah. Just that, but they're out I, there. I digress on that one too. Like <laughs> that. All right, what's the hardest time you ever laughed? Just the first thing you could think of. It doesn't have to be. Just not, not popping my head right now. There's so there's so much. Just like it's it's usually dumb shit that just when I'm hanging out with me and my friends, like especially just playing like Uno with my friends. We're all trying to play a happy game of Uno, but we end up just fucking each other with like stacking draw twos. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, cocktail. You have a cocktail preference? been a big fan of just a screwdriver or okay. just uh easy simple delicious yeah and and recently i've tried coffee bourbon on the rocks it's just incredible it I'm is, not a it huge is quite tasty fan, never but, had oh, that. it is amazing you love it yeah you it's, it's, it's very good yeah. um let's see uh if i gave you a thousand dollars right now what would you do with it and if i gave your 18 year old self a thousand dollars what do you think you'd do with it so here's the thing about giving my 18 year old self a thousand dollars when I was going to university, like community college, I had grants that were pretty much paid for my community college, which because it wasn't that expensive, but it's still you know pricey. Yeah. But they gave us grant money for books, and I wasn't about to spend two hundred dollars on each book when I didn't need to at all. So he spent that money on a guitar and a couch. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's probably what I would have done with a thousand dollars at eighteen. Nowadays, I would probably save some of it and probably spend a chunk of it on a course that I wanted to take for a while, something like that. Okay. Like, there's, there's like an online one or one of the ones yeah, at the university? No, no, definitely not a university. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, um, there's a lot of like health courses I want to take and like what? Throw a couple out for like well, physical, like training. Um, I, I, one of the big things I eventually want to do in the future is learn holistic health. I know it's a big thing like a nutritionist essentially That's yeah except the... actual real knowledge and not what like shitty companies that are paying the universities to teach you like whole wheat food bread is not healthy it's not a health food but people think it is and it's just it not contains unbleached flour essentially even even like a hundred percent whole wheat flour like the the food pyramid itself is is upside down that's a, it's insane it's that we've insane. been lied to for so long because i remember that being such a big deal back in the day of the food pyramid and it's just like you shouldn't eat just bread and pasta in, in that ratio to you know fruits and vegetables yeah. and whatnot 
And when, when you or have, vegetables, right? When, and when you have, like, the whole reason I even went down the whole holistic route was because, like, you have an issue. If you have an issue, like, I, I had just a small issue, and I'd go to the doctor, they'd give me something that would just cover up a symptom. Yeah. And it doesn't fix the, the root cause. And then you're buying this thing to treat the symptom for years and years and years. And it's just not. Yep. And then I did the research myself and found out. Oh, this is all bullshit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to go like conspiracy routes or anything like that. And like, they're just companies trying to make money. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. And it is what, what it is. is. Yeah, yeah. It's just what happened. I mean, I do think the pharmaceutical industry is a little you out of, is way out of control, but it just is what it is. It's a capitalist com- country. So it, it's just how things work now. I mean, they try to make the most money. I mean, it's, you yeah. sell the cheapest thing possible. If it's cheaper to manufacture and it gets people, it tastes the best. Yeah. you're gonna sell more of it well that's yeah the same thing happened to me like I, I got a bunch of like heartburn medication when i was in like high school and uh it, it just made my stomach hurt it fixed the heartburn but it didn't solve the problem the solution was just eat better yeah. like don't eat that shit that gives don't you heartburn you idiot and, yeah. the doctor didn't say that once they were just like here's a bunch of prescriptions <laughs> that's that's the other thing they don't say anything they don't ask you how your diet is how you're eating if you're no doctor has ever asked sit, me sit yeah and that, what, that's what my daily meals are what really bothers me do you work out like and that could be a big thing too it's just like you a lot of people don't know how to work out Right. Yeah, a lot of people are lying i imagine there's a fair bit yeah, of lying there's just there's too many factors into it and it's it knowledge is power when it comes to a lot of things okay moving on um let's see uh you have a tipping custom um 20 typically unless they're just real shit all right what's well, assholes like even if you're just like having a rough night that's fine you get 20 percent. but if you're being a total dick yeah you get, you get what you get <laughs> what uh what do you what's something you wish you'd learned earlier something you know now there's a lot especially like health route and we'll just throw a couple but, softballs out there we'll... um just like diet diet is a big factor in your health what no matter what anybody says yeah um a lot of the doctors are just prescribing things just to cover up symptoms and it's not it's nobody's fault it's just a lot of people are looking for a quick fix and sometimes that is the quick fix but it's just a lot of covering up of symptoms but um if i could just if i were to go back and just tell myself be a little more social and get better talking to people you know maybe six years ago that would have been a better yeah made life easier it just would make life easier absolutely learn how to socialize take care of yourself and it's hard to do that too. don't blow all your money it is difficult if it you is. don't know how to get started with something like that right. yeah. but all right we'll wrap it up on this because i know we're kind of running out of time here um uh, if you could do anything, like any job in the world, what would your dream job be? It'd probably to be like have all the knowledge to be like a a good holistic health professional. Because I mean, it's a lot of like, a lot of people don't like think it's woo woo, and there there's a lot more knowledge out there. Like I don't know it all, but if no, like, I mean, if it's I could get access to, to all like that but... knowledge and I had the years of experience, I think that's what I slowly do want to transition into. Oh, I think that's a very reasonable goal. <laughs> like that's a, as far as dream jobs go, well, yeah, this was fun. Thanks All for right. doing it. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs>